Hello, this is a quick introductory message uh, for this week's Hand of Pod. Uh, We recorded this on Wednesday evening. I'm recording this message on Thursday evening um, because one of our listeners' questions, and indeed a fair bit uh, of our discussion this week, was about the uh, COVID-19 measures being taken in Argentina. Um, I've mentioned a couple of times on the podcast that we're probably not going to be recording an episode next week. Um, Just now, the president of Argentina, Alberto Fernandez, has told us all that we've got to stay in our own homes for the next, I think it's 11 days, until the 31st of March anyway. Um, So we definitely won't be recording next week. And the answer to the listener's question that you will be hearing a little bit later on in the file um, regarding what we're all going to be doing during our self-imposed quarantine or or self-isolation or whatever that I gave, which is, well, we're not quarantining at the moment. That's now out of date because we are very much in quarantine now. Uh, So enjoy the episode and you'll be hearing from us when you hear from us. All very conscientious about our personal hygiene. Welcome to Wash Your Hands of Pod. Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 376 of Hand of Pod. I'm Sam Kelly, and this week I am joined by Julian. Hi, how are you? English Dan. Hello. Andres. Hello. And Tony. Hello. Uh, we are sponsored by Fanatis, although that's fairly useless information to most of you for the next couple of months at least. Uh, well, certainly for the next couple of weeks. But if you do want to uh, try and watch on demand any old matches from the Superliga or Copa Superliga there was a very good one on on Sunday there was indeed we we will get to it in a few minutes Um, then you can go to fntz.co slash hop and sign up with the discount code hopfz you will get a 7 day free trial followed by 20% off your first 3 months with that wonderful service but maybe keep it on the back burner until the Copa Superliga starts back up again as we will mention in a few minutes time Uh, As I am now mentioning, in fact, it it isn't going to be being played for a little while, uh, unsurprisingly. We are also sponsored by Psemek Sobstel's albicelestes.com, which is a national team um, uh, matches and players archive. Check it out at albicelestes, that's A-L-B-I-C-E-L-E-S-T-E-S.com. We know you have time now, so there's no excuse not to look. Indeed. Uh, the results from the weekend just gone in the Copa Superliga, one of about five top flight competitions taking place around the world, I think. Um, Central Cordoba 1, Newell's Old Boys 2, Union 1, Arsenal de Sarandí 1, Godoy Cruz 1, Boca Juniors 4, Patronato 1, San Lorenzo 3, Independiente 1, Vélez Sarsfield 0, Gimnasia 0, Banfield 0, Rosario Central 1, Colón 3, River Plate versus Atletico Tucumán did not take place. We will talk about that in a little while. Aldo Civi 3, Racing Club 4. Lanús 0, Argentinos Juniors 1. 
Defensive with DCMS Estudiantes also didn't take place. We mentioned the reason for that last week, and then I promptly forgot and remembered again when I woke up and my live score app told me that that was being postponed, mm-hmm. and I got very confused. Um, Huracan nil, Tacheres three. Those were the results from the weekend just gone. But first of all, we will go back a little bit in time, um, and we will... It's not quite rehashing what we did last week. It's more putting a slightly different spin on it. Um, because we didn't have a Boca Juniors fan in the studio last week, and we do have one now. So, Julian, congratulations on Thanks. Boca's mm-hmm. Superliga win. Deserved win. How does it feel? <laughs> Perfect. Fine. It's uh, a deserved win, I think. Boca, throughout the, the whole Superliga, was the nah, best team, I wouldn't say, but the uh, most consistent team, probably. We, we spent a little while last week, us non-Boca fans, um, I assume you came to a different conclusion? No, I, I You said the most consistent, best team? massively different. But, I mean, in, from the running, I, I thought... It was the running, yeah, it was just But, but one, thing that, one thing that we did spend a little while laughing at was the um, assertion from... Uh, not that we couldn't understand why they said it, but the assertion from uh, several members of Boca's team, um, and indeed Miguel Angel Russo as well, uh, saying that Gustavo Alfaro you know, deserved half of that league championship. Well, Is that a little bit generous, or would you agree with them? Statistically, he deserves it because he was actually there for half the championship. Then again, who knows? I, I wouldn't give him that much credit. He is, I'm not a big fan of him. Not a little fan of him. <laughs> what, what about? He did put the meanest but defense he, in Superliga together. Yeah, me say. absolutely. But he did. Yeah, he did. The, and uh, and Bosa was that eight goals. And um, Bosa was also yeah. my part. If you take Buffarini's word, uh, but yeah, he did uh, in the start of the. The Superliga, the unbeaten run for like five, five six matches, mm. probably contributed to the, the win. They could have played another type of football, proper football, as Julian Klopp would have said, following uh, taking out Atletico. But uh, yeah, not my kind of football, but they were consistent at least. Mm. That's why I, I meant by that. Uh, River certainly were the better team, at least in the second half of the Superliga, but you win by it's a league championship I think we mentioned something like that uh, in the last episode because uh, until the match against the Vesey Justicia River sh- uh, showed uh, they were the best but the last uh, we would say as uh, if, the, if this was racing uh, in the last perhaps uh, uh, part of the of the yeah, the home stretch yes yeah. uh, they, they were like they had a, a nice run but they didn't have a consistent where the river at the start they gave up points at home to sites that they shouldn't have and they probably had the best play the best football at some point alongside Vélez I think who else yeah, not many yeah, that, that was, we, we for a while Defensa Justicia for no I mean River lost Tacheres uh, uh, yeah they lost Tacheres yeah. Yeah, well, you, you, you made a point because it depends on, on the on the matches, some, in, at some point, for example, we were talking about how shit Sarenzo was and how they got like six, seven on the table. Anyway, because yeah. you have the runs of three or four games that you play really well. I think that's because they changed football. their coach three times and they had like three new manager bounces. It was in the same season. It was one of the worst seasons. I don't think they got that much of a bounce. They think, yeah, that's why he got the job full time, isn't it? You you could say the same point. They did have a bounce at the end of. uh, It was one of the worst seasons. It was a terrible season. Nobody, there wasn't that. You could say the same about Racing. Racing right now is playing interesting football, but for for portions, 
even in the start of Vegas, it was really dreadful. Well, we'll get on to Racing in a little yeah. while because, as Dan has already hinted, we're going to be talking about uh, their match at the weekend, probably in greater depth than most of the other games. Um, leaving aside the the title win, though, and just kind of looking at Boca's matches since Russo has taken charge, I'm, I'm guessing that you're enjoying watching them a bit more. Yeah. Than, Absolutely. Super. Certainly. Um, Did you expect yes. such an improvement without the... Because obviously in without the summer there wasn't any them. investment. They kept with the same squad. I think they you some, but most, most would Barana. have said that Boca could have played much better under oh, Fado, but sorry, they yeah. certainly weren't trying to. Mm. Uh, the style was ultra-conservative, to be generous, at some point, And some personal decisions were... Baffling. Uh, mm. Weigand started over Buffarini for the whole of 2019. Mass over And he's just now he's on the reserve team. He's um, not even Zana. training. He's not even training with the first team. And he started the first leg of the Copa Libertadores against River in Monumental and the league game against River. Campuzano, Villa, Campuzano eh, wasn't eh, even playing. Campuzano wasn't even featured. Villa. Alfaro gave a, an interview just uh, a couple of days ago saying Soldano played as a, a winger, oh, not yeah, a, right a midfielder. <laughs> right 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 and um, you could argue that Soldano played as a winger and not as a midfielder, but he had Bisha on the on the, on the bench. And so if you're playing uh, someone wide, why not play Bisha, who's probably the fastest player in Argentina by, by mm. a mile? And well, if you tricked. There was a good team somewhere in, in the Boca squad. Alfaro didn't bother finding it, and Russo uh, lacked into it maybe because he wasn't really going to play Just by this putting way. the right players? Yeah, but he didn't start Bisha. For in his first game against Independiente, he started Obando on the left, and Bisha was a sub, and they uh, sent off Izquierdos, and he had to make a change, and obviously he took out uh, the youngest player of the squad, Obando, and then Bisha came on in the second half, and basically said that well, everybody said well you can't keep Bisha in the bench and that's why he started on the second game against Tacheres so he didn't really start with this team and he kind of found it but mm. it, it paid off there was a good team somewhere mm. in Boca squad uh, and you had to tweak in and try to find it and try to play something like and, proper football and there is this part that also, also happens in every team San Lorenzo is a proof that play, when players are not comfortable with the coach. Oh, certainly. Uh, the other thing is, uh, nobody expected Boca to keep this this pace. Uh, more so when it started with a draw against Independiente at home. Mm. Uh, seven games to go. Nobody thought Boca would, wouldn't lose and mm. would go on and beat him for seven games. Uh, it's, it's, and it score four goals. Uh, for yeah, three goals a game. Uh, on average, and Tevez being uh, top goal scorer, Boca in this this run, that's certainly. I always think it's impressive as well when you have that kind of run in, and when River were obviously until those last two games just winning every yeah, yeah. game and, and looking very comfortable winning every game. Um, it, it must be from Russo's point of view, it, it must be difficult in a way to try and keep the players motivated and to keep them believing. Look, you know. Okay, every time we win, they win as well, and they're staying three points ahead. But if all we can do is just keep winning and hope that at some point they slip up, and as it happened, you know, at this point River did slip up. Um, but you have to 
you have to be in it to win it, I guess. And yeah. Russo did a very and good job. More when you had the Boca slipped on the on the first game. That that draw against Independiente at home meant well, we have to be perfect from here on out and hope that River aren't. And River certainly looked like they were going to be. Yeah. Uh, moving on then to the start of the Copa Superliga, which is going to be the last football that we will be watching for a couple of weeks um, at least. Um, we began with, well, let's get the uh, the big drama of the weekend first. Shall we start with the big off-pitch drama or the big on-pitch drama? Let's start with the game that wasn't played, shall we? Oh, OK. I thought you we were going to say the opposite of that. Definitely. No, I think so, it's better to go. Two games weren't played. Two games weren't played. Well, as, as we said, the controversial one that wasn't Defensa played. Justicia vs. Estudiantes was postponed. I, I still can't really fully get my head around why. I know what the reason is. The reason was that Defensa Justicia had a Copa Libertadores game last week. We're going to have a Copa Libertadores game this week, and that meant that they could postpone their match at the weekend, even though other teams also had Libertadores games all last of, week. Yeah, yeah. Week. Racing exactly, yeah. Day, None really. of them did. I mean, Defensa Justicia, I guess, have a smaller squad, but does that mean that they're allowed to... to I don't know. Anyway, yeah. it was postponed, and then after that, the Libertadores was announced as being put back it was um, fun and nobody said a thing. They said, OK, you postponed your game. Yeah, <laughs> Who cares? Defensa Justicia... Play whenever you want. The, the team or anything are going to complain. Um, but obviously by that point, it had already been officially postponed and they weren't going to rearrange it very quickly to be played on schedule after all. So that one didn't take place. Uh, but the big one that didn't take place was River Plate versus Atletico Tucumán. Mm-hmm. The reverse fixture from the previous weekend's away draw <laughs> that had uh, seen River throw the title away. Um, and the reason that that did not happen is that River... I mean, there are so many different ways of putting this, aren't there? Shut but, down the club. Yeah, I mean, basically, River said that they were shutting down the club uh, due to COVID-19 um, worries. There are some people who might say that this was a self-interested move. There are some people who'd say that uh, the club were listening to their players who didn't want to play. A political move, yeah. some others would say. And, it is and worth... the player that uh, had the symptoms of covid and it is worth pointing out that none of the players, almost none of the players on any of the teams really wanted to play their matches. Um, I think, was it Gimnasia on Friday night who made a big thing of like, yeah. really vocally saying we don't want to play this but the club are not letting us put out of the uh, game. San Lorenzo kind of did the same. Yeah. Uh, Maradona um, wasn't very impressed either. Mm. <laughs> it was in that game with Maradona and Falcioni. I mean, I, 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 it's like I, either of them could kill I mean, over I, I, any I second. Heard, I hear Maradona saying stuff with sense and, and logic in <laughs> a lot time saying they we have to take care and they were like kissing each other it's yes two of the most immunocompromised <laughs> yeah who's going to die first from them <laughs> um, but yeah so River um, possibly the moral high ground but obviously it's going to, to result in a three point deduction well actually hang on Rodolfo D'Onofrio has just no. uh, been given the vice presidency of the AFA hasn't he so maybe it I won't I don't know if it will it certainly so should, should result be, right? in it. Yeah. and I we had a bit of a discussion about this on, on the Hand of Pod uh, WhatsApp group uh, on Friday night I, I basically I, I think that both things I can see River's point of view and if they didn't feel comfortable playing and it's within their rights to, to call it off but at the same time it was against the regulations of the competition mm-hmm. they're playing in, so they should be deducted three points and it should be awarded to Atletico Tucumán as a walkover. Who did their very best to keep up the pretense of going out to yeah. play. Just well, to make sure to. Yeah, just to make sure they would get the three I mean, points. The players were in the from hotel. From a regulatory point of view, the ref and the, and the away team had yeah. to turn up even and though they they the stadium was going to be locked <laughs> when they got there. And according to the, the journalist that covers the, uh, that's the coverage of the Atletico Tucumán uh, actions, yeah. alternatives, said, yeah. 
that that uh, Zielinski will really do the this talking before the match. Look, Nacho Fernandez. Look, uh, Bor- uh, well, I know Borre, uh, and, and like it was real. And yeah, yeah, like he didn't the, the yes. week before, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, indeed, yes. Just just remember what I said last week. Lads. <laughs> we'll be fine. Well, if they um, were, if really, if River were really worried about their health, mm. which I have to assume they were, uh, they could have just called Atletico the one and didn't have them travel all the way from two point two. Yeah, you could do it before, right? Yeah, but again, yeah. I mean, I guess if River are refusing to play and Atletico don't turn up to the game, then maybe it gets recorded as a defeat for both teams. Maybe Atletico then also get, you know, if they've not shown up to the match either. Well, the, the decision, so. the timing of the, 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 yes, the call-off yeah. was, it was weird. a bit... It was unfortunate, yeah. But yeah. Was it Atletico late Friday was, night? Yeah. But, yeah. It was very short. It was like... 10 minutes or so before the Himnasi versus Banfield kicked off yeah. I think yeah, yeah. yeah that's not the way they think play in the protest or you say we are we don't agree like mm. well almost all the players said uh, we don't agree with this but we have to play Romero Independiente Corocini San Lorenzo uh, like you said yeah. the Himnasi and Banfield players Bertolo Le- yeah, Leo Poncio who's I mean, he's not really Rivers on pitch captain that much because he's not playing for River that much these days. He's, he's still the club captain officially. Yeah. Uh, was reported that during Friday afternoon he was phoning around the captains of all of the other clubs. Yeah, but then again, some play. captains actually said that they weren't called. Yeah. For example, Fabrizio Golacini, San Lorenzo's captain, mm-hmm. after the game said, "No, nobody called us. We didn't want to play, but nobody yeah. said a word." And the uh, Superliga he we went do, on with the fixtures. Urribarri from Patronato. Well, Well, you, who, who's going to be the captain of Patriarcho? Tarragona? <laughs> no, but I mean, you get, you get what you uh, give him. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that important uh, guy. In I know, I know. I said this on the, on the WhatsApp group. I think that River should have, I don't know, not called the game maybe first, but just put pressure mm. instead. You know, yeah. like... We, uh, like Comeball uh, officially said to, to FIFA, like, look... This is going. This is what happening right now. We want not to play these games. Yeah, and uh, start start off moving, and maybe we'll have a more I positive think outcome. I think thought once they they hinted, did everyone, yeah. hinted that they weren't going to play. Everybody was going to follow they, suit and say, "No, this is." But they didn't hint it. They said we won't play. Yeah, well, they <laughs> river, and they usually take the moral high ground, and that's it. And hmm. you yeah, take their word for it, but uh, that's not usually the case. Two, three, two day, three days, because then it was called off. Yeah, well, I was going to say, so the aftermath of this was that there was a uh, players' union meeting scheduled for about mm. two hours ago. Uh, it was supposed to start at six o'clock. Yeah, I Wednesday think they evening. didn't take into account that there was a game supposed to be played yesterday in the Copa, Copa Argentina, Argentina so Independiente against... Independiente. Yeah. Uh, Michamite, Michamite. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they... they nobody thought about that game and said, yeah. yeah, we'll meet on Wednesday, What's but actually there's a game Uh, and there is another match uh, in I think Primera B Nacional, Primera Nacional uh, between Gimnasia de Mendoza and Sarmiento. Mm. Diego Pozo, the coach of Gimnasia, was traveling, mm. and he was uh, said that the match will not be played when he was traveling. Uh, not very uh, a lot of time before, of course. You may remember that Diego Pozo went to a workout. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, that uh, players' union meeting that was slated, however, uh, ended up being overtaken by events um, there was a lot of talk before that as a result of this Copa Argentina game scheduled for Tuesday night to Solian says um, that the AFA uh, or somebody else were going to 
call it off before. There was talk that the players' union were going to announce a refusal to play before. There were lots of people interviewing Independiente players and Independiente players. Well, Independiente, play. the Independiente's player actually did what they had to do. They, yeah. uh, Silvio Romero, Independiente's captain, went over to the, the players' union to talk with the uh, Secretario General, uh, General Secretary, and express his view that the games should be postponed because of player safety, which is what exactly River should have done mm. yeah. if yes. they had wanted to take action with that, which basically uh, implied a collective action and they take yes. yeah, it was action. Yeah, yeah, they it was basically said, well, we're not playing. Everybody should follow us because that's a correct thing to do. <laughs> yeah. but the so, well, yeah, the final see. decision when it ended up being taken on... Yesterday afternoon, was it, it Tuesday? For a Monday night, it was official on Tuesday. It was not uh, a football, well, it wasn't a, the decision of any footballing body in the end. It was uh, a, from the Argentine government, the Ministry of yeah. uh, Tourism and Sport. As, that's right, isn't it? Yes, yes. yes. it is. Um, announced that there wasn't going to be any football until the 31st of March. A letter from the President of Lorenzo to the Vice President of San Lorenzo. Yes. In a way. Yes. Yeah, the Good thing point, is, yeah. the President of the... Argentina, Alberto Fernández went on and on TV on Sunday evening yes. and just said that, well, a game should be played behind closed doors. And, and in fact, well, he, he said he didn't have a problem. No, it's not, yeah. there's not a problem to playing games behind closed doors. Actually, we would like that to happen so as to and, people and, have something to watch. And, and he wants to be on, on, on free TV and, Yeah, also. and yes. we could make it free for, for everyone. So... so People have something to watch in their homes <laughs> during these time times. It would have been a fantastic move just to slide free football back under the door like that. And that, that got a, a response yeah, from the players. The players were right. angry because they said, oh, we're not entertainers, which they actually are. Yeah, 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 they are. Well, they, they are, are, sure, but I mean, you know, I mean they are, really in other countries, theatres are being shut down. And, you know, well, entertainment yes, is, is off. I mean, they're, well, they're entertainment, but they're also working. Kudelka, Kudelka and Newell's coach went, uh, was, uh, no, I'm not an entertainer, I'm not here to give people something to watch while they're at home well yeah. yes that's basically what you are but then on the other hand you have players saying no playing football behind closed doors is like having the theater without the audience and well are you or aren't you an <laughs> entertainer a performer yeah. they and are it was really funny from TNT to, to, to say oh we want to help just to wait and, and get the, the football it's not going to be played so they yeah. look like they, they did the right thing and look like saints Before saying oh yeah yeah we tried really tried to get the football free my take is football players shouldn't be trusted to make any decision regarding <laughs> anything there the I agree probably yeah. the most I, selfish I agree with that but I also think that if, if you're trying to encourage people to, to isolate to stay in as much as possible then it doesn't make much sense to have this very visible group of individuals not doing yeah. that and again although we were laughing at it a couple of minutes ago People like Julio Cesar Falcioni are, are very high yeah. risk. Yeah. Yeah. Making him go and manage. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Have stayed at home and But Julio Cesar Falcioni was on, on I mean. Friday night was complaining about having to go to gymnasia and play. Mm. Then on Monday morning, Monday afternoon, he was training with the first team again, mm. going out of his house, yes, going to the system. club, yeah, the having a training session with his players, with people washing his clothes, staying mm. at the dressing room. That's this, exactly yeah. the same let, thing. Let me say that they are entertainers, but at the same time, they could be infected also. In fact, uh, Facundo Tejo shaked hands with George uh, Jesus. The, the coach of mm -hmm. Flamengo in the... Well, you have to take your precautions. Jesus is a, a yes, responsible man. 
they showed the same. They, yeah. Everybody was handshaking. And this, yeah. this was actually one of, we were all laughing about it when you guys uh, got here and, and we all greeted each other by banging elbows. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one, one of the things I enjoyed most about the football that was played over the weekend, I'll just segue into that, uh, was this banging elbows together thing instead of shaking hands before the game. And all of the players and all of the referees looked like they were pissing themselves laughing while they were doing yeah. it. They were like, we look completely ridiculous. But at the same time, it's a very visible way of saying to people look maybe don't kiss each other on the cheek yeah. and give each other a yeah. big hug I mean when I went to the pub on Friday night shortly after the first of the games kicked off there were guys walking around the pool room doing it as well and laughing yeah. at each other he's like right on the one hand yes it's a big joke on the other hand it, it maybe it'll help yeah. a little bit yeah so, and it's the same thing you say well uh, people should stay at home and seeing watching players play football encourages them mm. or says well, it's, actually you can go out and have some fun and do some things yeah. on the other hand if the president says it's okay to play behind closed doors and players say, no, I don't feel safe, I'm not going to perform my work, yeah. that I think allows everyone to say, well, I'm not safe, I'm not going to perform my work. And then there's, there are no shop closures, at least now. Supermarkets are still being, being stocked. So what provi- prevents someone who stocks the supermarkets to say, no, I don't feel safe, I'm going to stay at work. And then you have complete shutdown in the country. So it goes both ways. You would really like apocalyptic... Uh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's not right. You really, really want, you really want saying, to see it 28 the decision, days later. I'm saying take the decision out of the player's hands. They're the one of the most self-proven, mm. is historical proven, one of the most selfish groups yeah. ever. Yes. They I mean, shouldn't be trusted to make any decision. Yeah, I know. In fact, they haven't even stand uh, backed collective uh, protests by their own kind of... Uh, mm-hmm. From the yeah, essential the, the, women players, never. Yeah, they only care about themselves. They only care about the soccer kid. Yeah. his head into the a concrete. Yeah. When the barra, when the barra attacks another team, nobody says a thing. They all shut up and they all continue playing. Now, oh no, we all see we're worried about our safety. Well, no, you should go and play. The precautions are being taken. That's not hard. As Mendes from Arsenal said today, they were asking us to play football, not to go to a war. war. Yeah. Yeah. And talking of teams who were not cautious, uh, in Mado Plata, <laughs> there were two of them. Um, Racing had a frankly appalling uh, first half. You might have noticed now we're moving on to stuff that did get played. Yes. Um, Federico Andrada gave Aldo Civi the lead just it says here three minutes but it was actually about a minute and 50 seconds in Nasareno Solis had them 2-0 up 11 or 12 minutes in um, they were still 2-0 up at the break and then Racing seemed to wake up two goals from Matias Rojas sandwiching one from Federico Gino which made it momentarily 3-1 and then 3-2 um, an equaliser from of all people Ivan Pichud who has now scored twice for Racing in the same season for the oh, first he's time left. Both or one with his left foot? his left foot. Well. His left foot I've yeah. always secretly suspected that Pichul is left footed and just doesn't know it. Mm. Which explains his <laughs> explains a lot, very <laughs> mediocre performances these last 10 years. Six minutes of time added on. Three minutes into that time added on, Alan Ruiz decided it was a good idea to elbow a racing player in the head. Showing all the brains and, and uh, awareness that Alan Ruiz is known for. Yes, he got himself sent off. As a result of that sending off and of the treatment for said racing player, uh, there was another minute or two minutes or so added on to the six minutes that had already been added on. And in that time added on to time added on, Carlos Alcaraz, mm-hmm. who was playing about his fifth game or something, wasn't he? He's really no. young. Uh, second, I think. That, that many? Well, yeah, okay. 17. Um, but rose like was- a salmon at the far post to head in an Alexis Soto um, cross and to put Racing up 
in the score ahead for the first time all game, 97 minutes in, mm-hmm. and win 4-3. And he got scored score in the reserves also? It was the second guy in two days, because he also played for the reserves, I think, on Friday night. Good grief. And then he got caught up at the last minute, had to get the plane to Mar del Plata. Turned up, yeah. So, presumably, Dan, you were thoroughly enjoying that whole match, right from the moment that I mean, the went Yeah, to the second half a little bit more than the first half. It was... Um, it was incredible, to be honest, because both teams just showed no intention whatsoever of defending. Um, I think the kind of the player of the match—I don't know who actually got the man of the match. I can't remember, but the man who really sums up that match was Alexis Soto, hmm. because he was involved in all three of Aldo Civi's <laughs> goals. He was playing at centre back for a sub, which isn't his position by any means. No. Kind of one of his Becker says experiments, which I don't think is gonna. He thought with Mauricio Martinez went well, and then. Yeah, uh, so all three goals were kind of uh, down to him in some, to some degree or another. Um, but he was also involved in three of Racing's goals, so he had a hand in six goals in a single game. Um, he kind of a centre back slash playmaker who can't defend. Indeed, yeah. it, it was an interesting. Possibly Something like that. Any of the defensive ability. Uh, I'd just say without any of the ability, but yeah. Um, no, it was yeah, anarchic. It was end to end. We had Beckerzzi lose his shit right at the end. Yeah, and just run out of the stadium for some reason. Um, I don't know if they managed to catch him yet, but wherever you are, Beckerzzi, good luck. Maybe he just really wanted to make sure he got to the the dressing room in time to give the lads a. I mean, I suspect at first that, that someone had clutched near him and that just made him run for the hills. But, you know, who knows in these crazy times? Um, yeah, no, one, no one's going to edit the run with Run to the Hills by Mayor Maiden. I'm going to do that. Go thank for you. Thank you for the, thank you for the, the, yes. the inspiration. Um, but, it, I mean, the positive for wrestling, aside from the terrible defending, was that it shows that they got a lot of goals in them. Um, they've been struggling to, you know, to score more than one in not not even since Becker says took over since last year really in Caldet, um getting that second goal's really been a struggle and this time they just you know managed to cut loose a bit against very poor opposition I think it's worth saying who shouldn't have been anywhere near um, uh, three goals um, but yeah I mean for Racing it's always encouraging to see them you know, three one down, two 0 down, and fight back to win is something that you know we always say. Ah, oh, that never happens with Racing. It only happens the other way around. You can be coasting two 0 up and end up winning three um, two. But there's a lot of talent in that team. Uh, Miranda's looking brilliant in the middle of midfield. Neri Dominguez is just Neri Dominguez. Uh, Rojas is finding his feet at last yeah he always comes he's coming through with a couple of goal flurries yeah Rohan is is scoring much more goals at Racing than he did at defence I think Mm. yeah I mean they come in I think he's got a bit more license to break forward into goal scoring position yes because in defence he had a lot of assists I seem to remember or at least he seemed to put his teammates in a lot and generally they missed it Um, no because Racing are only playing with one centre forward at the moment mm. him and Matias Aracho have to get into the box Uh, Zaracho is doing it very well the only problem is he's terrible at finishing so he's having five one-on-ones every game and scoring half of them so Um, So celebrations in the blue half of Avellaneda then and there were also celebrations in the red half of Avellaneda where Independiente were the only team to get a home win 
in the Copa Superliga this weekend, thanks to a Silvio Romero penalty uh, just over an hour in against Vélez Southfield. Um, incredibly wasteful finishing from both sides. Yes. Fairly entertaining game. It was all right, yeah. It I can't remember much of it. It was a 3 4 right. thriller, but it was, it was all right. Um, the others were just loads and loads of away wins. Newell's beat Central Cordoba away, that's not very surprising. Boca beat Godoy Cruz away, that really isn't very surprising. Uh, San Lorenzo got a 3 1 win away to Patronato. Which included the goal of the yeah, weekend. Oscar Romero's. Yes. Oscar Romero smashing it in from. From well inside his first his own half, yeah. uh, not just near the halfway line, he was a good 10, 10 metres inside his own half. Um, so let's talk about that a little bit, because San Lorenzo now, am I going to get their whole fixture list up here, or is it only going to give me Copa Superliga matches? No, it's giving me Superliga as well. Since they sacked uh, Diego Monarris, which was, was that after the defeat? to Racing? Yeah, they, since the yeah. Secretaria Técnica took over, they had three wins in three matches. Yeah. Nine and, wins. And what wins? 3-1 away to Aldo Civi, 4-3 at home to Lanús, 3-1 away to Patronato. That's mm-hmm. ten goals in three games. Yeah, four. and the Romero brothers are excellent. And they were, yeah, they were they yeah, questions, questionable under Monaris, who took them off the first time he had Monaris is laughing right now. Hmm. Uh, they sure brought is, back yeah. in Menosi he's down to the youth levels he hasn't been sacked he's just gone back to his old job before oh has he? yes yeah. ah, reserve well, and youth team coach they have nice. a new coach as of Soso. yesterday Mariano Soso who again even, even though there's coronavirus he's coaching the team and they trained yesterday so there you have them um, they brought back brought back uh, Menosi into the fold, who was under Morales, never played, yeah. absolutely never played, and he's one of their best players in their three wins. Yeah. Uh, Boca, I mean, 4-1 sounds like a spectacular scoreline, but when you're playing the way to Godoy Cruz, it's a bit, maybe not quite so much, but it did include, in almost the last minute, Juan Campusano's first goal yeah. for the job. Yeah. Um, as a defensive midfielder from open play, which gives you some idea. He didn't play as a defensive midfielder actually because the Marcone was uh, in the. Was, oh, that's true. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't so actually. He came on as a, yeah. a right midfielder. Yeah. Mm. No, actually a central midfielder. Yeah, besides Marcone. It was like a four, so two, two, three, three one, there, so. something like that. Yeah. Yes, Barini and this Was a header, right? Yep. An opener from Julio Buffarini. Eduardo Salvio, uh, oh, Tomas Vanaloni rather surprisingly equalised half an hour in. Eduardo Salvio put Boca straight back ahead about a minute later. And then Carlos Izquierdos, that was a really sweetly struck, um, I want to say right footed half volley from the edge of the box. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, a corner. After a corner, no, he got half yeah. cleared. Nobody cleared it and he should have made it. Yeah. Boca um, play another type of football when they have Bebelo Reynoso and Paul Fernandez together, but mm. yeah, there's no way to fit him into the team right now, I think. And Buffarini, of course, it was against Cody Cruz, like you said, but played like he, he were a uh, candidate to, to uh, be called up for the national team because he was scoring goal and apart from that... Uh, yeah, he did a field trick yeah. with uh, putting the ball one side and, and running on the other one. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was kind of between between uh, uh, good to, to see and funny because it was Buffarini. You know? <laughs> he was a good player. He's, he needs confidence. Yeah. Last year's, yeah, last year's Buffarini wasn't really probably I want to see, but he didn't play actually. Mm. Probably, however, the most surprising result of the weekend, not so much because of the identity of the team who lost, um, was Rosario Central against Colón, 
was a 3-1 win for Colón. That is, yes. stats fans, Colón's first victory in any competition since 1897. Um, no, more seriously, they haven't won since... I mean, did we say a couple of weeks ago they've won one game since the Copa Sudamericana final yes. in like yeah. late November or and something? Lost, Obviously we had a... And they lost away win with something like 28 matches ago, yeah. something stupid like that. It was for a match with the Dominguez yes. again in the bench or the second one? Who knows? Who, who can even keep up with Colón's coaches like... I think it was they first, have one? one, first one. First match. But and and I, I keep on saying the same thing since Rosario Central lost to Independiente. Rosario Central has the worst defense in the Super League. Worse than Atlas City. Yeah. Wow. I must say that even yeah. being so bad, they Colón has a striker I like very much, which I I wouldn't complain if he were, uh, went to River. If Scoco, for example, uh, goes to News, which is Morelo, the Colombian, I like him. Yeah, it's. Uh, Tomás Chancalay is supposed to be one of the more promising, I yeah. won't say youngsters, but is he that young? He's not really yeah, he's young. Yeah, he was uh, under... No, no, he's under 20. Or under, yeah. I, think he he under, was, I think he was under 20 he in, in the under, He played in the under 20 side that was eliminated in the um, stoppage time goal against the Ghana, I think, or Mali. Last year? Yeah, last year. Was and he was, the one, oh, right. he was the one who... Uh, face the wrong way when they were the, the, the goal that got Argentina eliminated was a free kick where Argentina uh, Argentina's player were um, he's 21 lost of concentration and Chancalay just let them play quick and oh I've got it mixed up with I've got, I've got his age mixed up with somebody else then because I, I thought that a couple of months ago we talked about him being very young and then we looked him up and found that he was in his mid-20s already but I no, clearly I think I know who you mean but I can't he was an under-20 he was uh, sparring with the national team mm. for the World Cup mm. anyway yeah. both both Moreno and Chancalay scored for Colón as did Rafael Del, Delgado who I think is a full-back am I right yes it's a left-back and yes, former central also. it was basically uh, just a flurry of goals in about 10 minutes three goals then, in 12 yeah. minutes and then Marco Ruben uh, pulled one back for central two minutes into the second half but that was it I mean and I think that this kind of underlines what Tony was saying as well because if you're going to concede three in 12 minutes to Colón no, but they're usually, I, I think they're not that bad defensively. Usually they're a, 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 a classic Coca team, which actually scrapes off results and wins 1-2 or, or like that. Oh, uh, it's kind of all over the place, though. But yeah. they, it feels I'm, like I'm going to explain player. this a little bit. I mean, it, you do expect Godoy Cruz and Aldo Civi to ship goals. But Rosario Central, for the players they have and the coach he, that they have, they should do a lot better in defending. Mm. Yeah. I mean, really, they have a good goalkeeper. Like, that's a really good goalkeeper. Yeah. But they, they don't help me. I remember the, the, uh, again the game against Independiente. And they didn't try to mark or run the players. They were actually actually walking the pitch. Oh, this is the sham. It was amazing, amazingly bad. Yeah. I mean, they, they shipped two against Argentinos, three against Defensa Justicia. They got a, a draw against Rosario Central in maybe in the last minute. It was it was it's really bad in 2020, and they they got a good run ending the year. Even even winning against Boca, mm. granted it was a mix between uh, between reserves, yeah, and between reserves and and, and, and started for Boca. But Ledesma, even that that game was really good. They, uh, they, you they say that they have players to defend better than they do, uh, because for example Donati is not there anymore, and if you go uh, just uh, years ago, you didn't have Carbonari anymore, and Talamonti, for example. I mean they have. Novaretti, which is a grandpa at this point, uh, Brites and Martinez, they, they did well at Union, but they're not ah. really the best players <laughs> in the world. 
And Joaquin Lasso, which I don't know him, to be honest. He, he wasn't off because of an injury. Yeah, he wasn't off, but yeah. he played at Gimnasia, Defensa Justicia, and Arsenal. Okay, cool. There are no other results that really stand out to me from the weekend, but since we have mentioned it a couple of times already because of these two managers, um, did anybody manage to catch Gimnasia versus Banfield at all? Yes, night? terrible game. Was it, I'm looking at the numbers now, and it looks <laughs> uninspiring. Yeah. Um, about as uninspiring as you would expect Gimnasia versus Banfield to, to be, in fact. But Yeah, essentially. Really not much of night. Gimnasia is still in the relegation zone, in, in, even when Patronato and, uh, and Central Norte, Central Norte, Central Cordoba, and Andalusia. Yeah, Andalusia, yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so it was, it was a good week for Colón then. But it was, the days, yes. when football was called off and it was discussed whether it was going to be suspended or not, I don't know who, but I am sure I read that someone proposed or, or, or said, why don't we quit the, the relegations and have 26 teams in Primera? Well, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised they if they, they called that. Possible, yeah. This, this is the kind of conversation that's going to be taking place in leagues all over the world over the next couple of months. So for once... Uh, we're not saying this in a way of, as a way of criticising the running of the Argentine system. No, but they've system. only got 20 teams in that division in Argentina already. The good thing is they That's move the Copa America. I'm not saying that all the players in Argentina are going to play in the Copa America, but at least they do have the time and the, and the, and yeah, the stadiums the available to do they that. They should. They should, yeah. If mm-hmm. things restart at some point. Yeah. If. Play all over the window. If. A big if. We shall see. For now, we're going to take a half-time break, refill our glasses, and when we come back, we will talk some more at you. we have said there's not going to be any football at all in Argentina for at least two weeks well 13 days now because they said till the 31st of March didn't they and it's the 18th as we're recording so. this is about the national the, the football here in Argentina because Copa Libertadores I think it was something until May yes thank you for the reminder yes the, the Libertadores was initially they, they just postponed this week's matches um, and the next ones scheduled weren't until the second week of April anyway um, and now they've said that it's not going to be coming back in April either, haven't they? Yes. Uh, a couple of days ago. Um, so, no football for the next couple of weeks. First thing to announce is that, what that one of the things that means is that um, Hand of Pod is going to take this opportunity to practice a little bit more social distancing. Um, and we will not be recording next week. Or, hang on, just the weekend after take us past the 35th? We'll definitely start recording again when the football comes back. And if anything really big happens off the pitch, then and, and uh, you know it, it's sensible and, and to do so, then maybe we'll try and record again to keep you up to date with other stuff as well. But we will see. Basically, there's not going to be a handball next week. That much is is certain. Um, however, there was some other football apart from the Copa Superliga the weekend just gone. Tony, the women played, didn't they? They did three games. Is there anything? Worth updating, bearing in mind that we already know pretty much who's going into the championship group. And Not really. Stuff. On Monday, um, San Lorenzo and Guayaquil played, mm-hmm. and it ended up 2-2. Two, two. 
for the surprise of many, uh, most of the games weren't suspended because of the COVID-19. It was because of uh, being impossible to play through the rain on the uh, weekend. Yes. yes. So yeah, pissing it down on Saturday. Yes. So that's the reason the games didn't uh, didn't play didn't took place. Uh, Honestly, I really we're going to try that, saying, "Ah, oh, now the pitch is flooded." Well, the thing is, yeah. When I woke up on Saturday, and saw how hard it was raining. I, there was a bit of me that thought River actually could have got away with. I mean, yeah. Potentially just the way their pitch cuts up. Watering the team a bit when nobody was looking last night, and then with the rain, yeah, it would have been yeah, a yeah, anyway. Yeah, and I was really looking forward for Boca against Racing, but given the Rosario Central lost. To Gimnasia de la Plata that took place because it was in Rosario mm-hmm. Racing qualified to the to the Zona Campeonato wonderful so, so does that mean that that's all now completely or Lanús no Lanús and Estudiantes are still right. trying to, to to figure out who's going to be on the Zona Campeonato so far so I don't know how, how that's going to be really uh, yeah. postponed and re- rearranged at some point I think is, is it one match left now yes in, in, the, in the regular the normal area. stage before we split so God knows when that's going to finish um, but we shall see. Yep. Um, anything else off the pitch? Interesting. Going on? Oh, just restructuring of the league. As we said, Rodolfo D'Onofrio, we mentioned this in passing earlier on, uh, River Plate's president, has just been or just accepted the offer of becoming, uh, is it the AFA or the Super League? It's the AFA, isn't it? Yes. The AFA's second vice president, I think it is. The AFA is not the AFA. Pardon? Nah, just kidding. Yes, Super Liga. <laughs> I was Super Liga won't be taking place anymore, I think. Uh, now he's finally the president of Super Liga, yeah. as Elizondo, I think, he resigned last week or mm-hmm. so. Uh, but yes, Super Liga won't be, I think, from next season, won't be called Super Liga anymore. So. No. no, indeed, it, it's going to cease to exist and be reabsorbed back into the AFA. I think, I think it's we called Liga Profesional. Yeah, Profesional. Bit of an oxymoron. No. Or, well, Super no, it's Liga? not, is it? It's. it's there's it nothing super about the Super League. G- given, that, given that football here has been professional now for 90 years, by the end of next season, um, it shouldn't need to be called the Liga Profesional de Football, but there we go. Um, no, it's an oxymoron if you take it as the Liga Profesional de Argentina. That it's would be the oxymoron. Not similar. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yes. I, I, Oxymoron was not the right word. It's not the same. If you include the Argentina bit, then I think we can get it in. True. It's yeah, very okay. unprofessional in all cases. The Spanish Liga is Liga de Fútbol Profesional. Yeah, LFP. Yes. So yes. it's... Uh, well, but they, they adopted that name when it became professional. So it's a bit... Rather than nearly a century afterwards. Yeah, Super Liga was not really super either. So no, no, not particularly. No. Super weird, yeah. <laughs> um... Anyway, moving on to listeners' questions. Mm-hmm. I think, sure. unless anybody's got anything yeah, else to ask. Mm, no. Perfect Tommy says, "How will you keep yourselves occupied during your self quarantine?" So the first thing to mention is that none of us are self quarantined because none of us have been out of the country during the last two weeks. Mm, yes, I, I hope. I mean, if any nah. of you have, then you no. shouldn't be here right now. So I'm going to. I'm a good boy. Where are we going? I haven't even been to Irish in there. I must say, mm-hmm. um, I've been kind of enjoying myself looking down on Twitter at all these people who are not used to working from home though because I have been working from home as I suspect Dan has as well for such a long time that I've literally forgotten what it's like to not do I mean, and not I, I don't really yeah. get all these people who are like oh I get to stay at home and just watch series I, I, I'm just thinking why life. aren't you working yeah, all night? yeah. I mean <laughs> not only do I work at home I also take care of an 8 month year old baby well, there so, are, that, yeah. a lot of people outside are, what's that there is a lot of people in Argentina who think that this is our vacations Mm. Because people that are with a license or they are taking, I mean, they are not working at home. They are with a license, which is a 
uh, forced vacation, would you say? Yeah. And they really think it's vacation and went uh, places to yeah to the coast, especially. Yes. Yeah, because um, I've seen a lot of that. This weekend is a four-day weekend. Yes, indeed. Yeah, Which, but it's a weekend. They've had to yeah. shut down all the transport. Long distance every flight. flight in Argentina yeah. is going to be uh, taken subte stations here, the Buenos Aires Metro. Um, nearly all stations that aren't either at one end or the other of a line or on an intersection yes. are not going to be open uh, over the four-day weekend. I don't get the logic behind that. Yeah, as well as which they're also banning people from standing up on subtes, trains and buses, which they, is just they like... They reduced the, the frequency of the trains uh, uh, to yeah. three days ago, which all only caused the trains to be overcrowded. Exactly, you know, yeah. Exactly it's, what it's, you don't on, want. On the one hand, I think, great. You, in theory, in the medium to long term, you're discouraging people from going out if these measures last for like yeah. six months. But in the immediate term, you're just... I guess it take, takes into so. account the people that work in those stations and yeah, maybe mm. they reduce mm. the number yeah. of people actually working on the subways. Yeah. So to go back a second to Tommy's question, so me and Sam work from home, never yeah. go outside. Tony's unemployed, he never goes outside. So no. I guess <laughs> this question is directed to so Julian and I'm Andres. not self-quarantined, I'm actually going to work every day as of now. Andres? I, I will be working... I. I, I guess it will be home, but I don't really know still. Uh, as I have to go to the office, but uh, I think my bosses will... will well, if, if someone's not entertained and staying at home, I'm doing a couple of things. I'm, I'm streaming my full managers uh, saved on Twitch. But if, when you come to my house and make me mad this, that seems like a much... I can, well, that I can do that too. I can do that too. I will love to. Then you'd have to leave his house. That's fine. But I would do it. I would, I would do it. Then we'll take the microphone and we're going to make Noel talk. Excellent. Yeah, I like it. I am. I'm also uh, given that, as many of you know, I have uh, a site about uh, women's football. I'm streaming also uh, women's football football games and commentating too. So hey. if you really want to do it, and I'm cleaning. I'm cleaning a lot. Wow, I've I've been watching a lot of pool videos on YouTube, uh, <laughs> which is no real different from from normal. But I'm now not going to the pub. Well, I didn't go to the pub this Monday, and I won't be going on Friday. We get uh, a pool starting, table in here, Sam? I'm starting, no. Mm, Maybe an English pool table at a push, but you certainly couldn't get a proper pool table. Now, uh, now I know I, when I, I get to you on your, your birthday. I'm starting I, I to shake a little bit because I haven't played pool since Friday night and I'm, I'm, I'm getting withdrawals into it. I think you bizarrely, knew you played pool. Bizarrely, when we're right billions, in the middle yeah. of, of a big load of, uh, of, of fairly major tournaments up in the United States at the moment and they don't seem to have cancelled them. They're, they're all still going on and they get uploaded to YouTube every night. But so they use the same... How no. do you call it in English? No. No? Sticks. They, they, they took the, they, their own. Oh, their own obviously, sticks. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your own. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm asking him by my I own ignorance. I'm really ignorant about this. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, you think professionals just take him off the pub? I really don't know. That's why I'm asking. I never I never saw a second of any about this. If you want to send me a link, you can break it. If you want a professional standard cue, Tony, then around... Probably about three hundred dollars they start at, and you can spend mm. anywhere up to up to several thousand. If 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 you can send me a link just to enjoy it and and open up my my, my oh, eyes we, about it. Uh, queues or games? I mean, when we finish recording, I can show you my queue if you want. Games, it's, it's very nice. But yeah, yeah games. Are, I can send games. you some, games, some, games, games, some good ones. You can't touch I know. social distancing. No, I know. Well, that's, so, see, that's the thing. I I use my own queue, so I'm not that bothered about going to the pub and, and using the queues that everybody else's. But you still have to when you're setting the game up. You have to. Touch. Yeah, touch. Yeah, I can use gloves. Well, but other people's yeah. balls. They, it's disgusting. They shouldn't. They they could play them. They could keep a 
meter distance and when one's on the table they are just watching and sitting and yeah I do but it, it, the audience is there as well I mean you've got to, for some of the big games you've got, got to they the they threw bottles at you like in football no, I'm not talking about the audience for my games, by the way. I'm okay, okay. But you can have it behind closed doors. Yeah, you have an audience on the street. Anyway, I think this this thing that uh, that you are some kind somehow uh, obliged to 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 do this quarantine is like you said. A lot of people are used to the, to to do it. Mm. Not only working, also socially, perhaps, and so. There are people in which, uh, who would affect that much. Yeah, uh, I mean, I the, the vast majority, obviously, is going it, to it's going to be quite a learning curve. But I, I just, I find it amusing because just, I mean, for me and Dan, it's just everyday life. And the pool halls here, pool halls of wherever you play pool here, are closed. Uh, I don't know. The, the the pub that I normally play in is is still. Well, open. I only I'm only aware of that. Uh, my father I, went there I haven't there. seen that that's been closed but I don't tend to go I think in, clubs or, uh, or, or such a long way away I don't get a chance to I think pubs or restaurants will also have the same logical like, like the subways all sit mm. no, no one well of course in a restaurant there are women, yeah, you, you, but not people, you not people waiting for the <laughs> table they reduce yeah. the number of people yes. available uh, allowed to stay at a certain time and but I think malls, you could play pool and shopping yeah. malls seating yeah. So I guess you can play golf too. <laughs> My father plays golf. Yeah. I play golf. I, I could go yeah, golfing I mean, if I weren't working. In too much of a crowded. No. You, can, you could play sitting, oh, Tom. And shopping malls won't be closed. They will be <laughs> working, not the whole yeah. stores. Right. Can you go running if you were a runner? Those people that you can run running, yeah. You can run sitting too. Yeah. I think yeah, most of the time just you're fine to like go out for a walk or whatnot, as long as you're not in yeah. a really yeah. crowded area. I guess for a coffee or whatever. Around here. You'd be fine as soon as you get off the main avenue because the streets just behind the building here are dead in the middle of the afternoon. It's, it's fun side. Yeah. I'm still going for walks and stuff. I'm not completely closing no, myself no. in. I take Noel for for a stroll sometimes. We'll yeah, I have to find coffee. a way to train. Um, yeah. my team is actually trying to find a way to train. No, everyone by themselves. But uh, our league was just starting and we just shut down. You need you need apps like this one that Bucker supposedly got for. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, it's, it, uh, it was, that was one of the things I wanted to mention when you were talking about uh, Falcioni taking Banfield training this week and stuff. Because I was seeing a couple of reports earlier today saying that River and Bocca have apparently given their players set routines that they can do at home to keep themselves in good shape. Well, they should, uh, our, but they're not training as a team. Everybody, no, yeah, our trainer nice. gave us a routine that you yeah. should do once inside, and that you should go outside and like run and uh, sprints and mm. such. They, I don't know if I'm going to do it. They are doing it. I, I think, think. I <laughs> they are doing it. I think. In fact, the wives of the players are are posting to social media, to Instagram, the stories of them doing the, that stuff. But it will be a thing because. Do you uh, follow them? No, I don't. Okay. Because you get a, 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 a gossip column, so you have to pay attention to this. That's, yeah. well, that's why I, I ask. Why if if, if you the, follow the, them? The soft training uh, from the players and it will be a thing. Yeah. There will be many who don't follow the guidelines given by their clubs and they will pay for it and once uh, seven days ten days go by you kind of lose mm. yeah what you focus yeah yeah uh, Darren Paul says if that's the last game that we see from Racing in a while could there be a better game to see what drama how exciting is the football under Becca Sexy how screwed are Argentine clubs with lack of game day income oh those are two separate questions so Dan how exciting is the football under Becca Sexy it's been alright yeah <laughs> I like it. I like Vegas. I, I like the enthusiasm of that. I think he was mistreated at Independiente. I think yeah, he was. 
It's football. His brand. He couldn't show that they are he the biggest success of Independiente uh, that match. Um, it's impossible. I don't know if there's actually a Becasese brand of football, but you have to give him time. He's not yes. a manager a la Russo who will come in and basically no, he's just not put the players on the pitch and have them play traditional style football, if common you want. Sense. Yeah, common sense football. Uh, yeah. Buffarini on the right, uh, he, he will tinker. He will try to find a better team inside that squad. And he gets that. Play deep line playmakers. Yeah, but, but it, it takes time. The thing is, like any any other like any other coach, uh, at, the, at first results weren't good, and and the decisions he made were uh, questioned because of that. And now the results are good. He hasn't lost good. the game for us. He hasn't lost the game. Results bad. were eh, were yeah. not really fantastic, but they weren't yeah. bad, and they were playing some type of what he wanted. Uh, yeah. I think I it was like a work it. in progress. And Darren's other question, how screwed are Argentine clubs with their lack of match day income? Absolutely. I mean, are they though? Because yeah. yeah. I'm under the impression that in most fee, clubs, right? yeah, yeah, you pay the membership fee and then you, pay the you don't actually fee. pay to get into the games. Like I play, I, I pay as a socio for racing every week. I, pay I don't as pay as to get into high I games. pay as a socio for Boca, but yeah. I would bet that most socios and many of them actually pay uh, in person a lot and it takes a toll on them. Ah, you're saying they won't pay their membership due, yeah, but they'll have, we'll have to pay eventually to yeah, get but, together. Yeah, but, to memberships, yeah, that, but I think the match day is still a, it's still a thing. It's going to be a hit. It's yeah. a, it's a whole, uh, a I think it's going to be a hit, but I can't imagine it being as big a hit as maybe for, I, I know, for it's, other It's interesting. I mean, Julian's just mentioned River, and obviously River as we've mentioned a few times in the last few years here and one of the clubs who have a bigger social element and, and the gyms and all of the extra sporting facilities and stuff around there and they've closed all of that they didn't just close the yeah. stadium yeah. on Saturday they've closed the whole of the facilities um, so there are going to be some fans I mean you would think most of them are, are members because they're fans and, and they're going to keep paying the membership but some people are going to be especially in you know we're in an economic crisis here in Argentina before mm. this all kicked off anyway there are going to be some people who have to tighten the purse springs a bit and, and, and they're going to be saying, look, don't know whether we can carry on paying this if we're not able to go to a game. And if their works are not really paying what they were paying because mm. economic activity is going to decrease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what Marci said, I don't know whether he's right or not, is that at least for the players' incomes or wages, they are able, because they have already received the... the Having paid the, the rights, yeah. The rights. In yeah. in every other country, well, uh, mostly in many countries, and in Italy, most more so than any other, at least for football. But the NBA players donated money to pay for the stadium workers and mm. people yeah, who work at the club. Yeah. I haven't heard a single football player in Argentina say they will right. donate if one cent to anyone. If you're playing in the Argentine Superliga, you're not getting paid enough to. I mean. Players in the NBA and there are there are certainly there are certainly many players who are paid more than enough to actually say uh, just a gesture just just to put pressure on the club to say yeah we're keep on paying the the workers who's who's assuring that Lanús for example I'm not just to mention a club not because Lanús won't do it who's assuring that that Lanús is paying their much the workers anything no No one one. Mm -hmm. absolutely no No one. one. Yet the players said, no, we're not working. We're not, we're not playing because, yeah. But they'll get away. Our health concerns. Sorry, right, yeah, I see what you mean. I, I misunderstood what you said. Yeah, you, you've got a good point. Just um, to get some pressure on, on, on the dirigentes to keep playing, yeah. to keep playing, which 
most probably they won't. The, the ones who are going to get continued continuous payment are the players. But what one should say is that they, they have money enough to, play, to pay for March and April wages, which doesn't mean that they don't have enough money to... Or at least they, 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 they want the ones who get the biggest uh, yeah. wages. And TNT and Fox have said they would... Uh, Show the games on from cable and not the, yeah and not Fox the pay per view yeah and not the pay per view, but there are no games so now are they going to pay? I guess so. Will they? Uh, Superliga has said that they want more money from them and there's uh, certainly some tension there. Who's assuring that they actually well, are going to? We're going to find out when the cable and that's uh, a, and that's <laughs> the, the Superliga go down a, 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 a division Primera Nacional. Ferro, who's paying Ferro? Do yeah, Ferro, yeah. Ferro have money? And if you yes. want to go, as always, it's a lot of leagues. If you go I mean, down, imagine a Primera B, they team, yeah. literally yeah. got zero. And those clubs are close, are literally close. Yeah. As River has said, and no, as every other yeah. club and gym here has closed, they're close. No, nobody's going paying for the Coca Cola in the buffet. In the buffet, there's, there's yeah. Oh, for nothing. example, for one of the, one, yeah. one clear example, it's Atlanta. I used to play on Wednesday in Atlanta. And they close the the, the, the football sink of yeah. uh, pitches, which is why you're here now. Yeah, that's why I'm here. And they probably uh, got more money from that than from certain home days. Like, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, Darren also says, "Who will take Colwyn Bay FC the furthest in football manager during their hmm. isolation?" I'm going to guess that the answer to this question is Darren Paul. Probably, yeah. Since well, I don't, you're not play playing with Colwyn Bay FC, are you, Tony? No, but I could do it. There we go, that's Darren. If you're if they pay me Tony, enough. If, it's, if you're challenging Tony and you fancy gambling with him, then um, let him know. Uh, and Lawrence Hart says, not a question, just a wish that you all stay fit and healthy. Thank you very much. Stay fit as... I um, forget fit and healthy first. Yeah. Yeah. Fit, fit as I, I, I fit, appreciate the sentiment. As I fit in my couch. Yes. I do fit in my couch, so that's good enough, I think. I've been running Thank around with a cat the last few Thank you, Lawrence. <laughs> I've been lifting up now. Ellie's like nearly 10 kilos now, so you're getting in, in decent shape. Yeah, you can get one of those yeah, get another one. Are you going to do a few, few barbell? Um, some yeah. uh, what's that called? The presses. Yeah, I've been doing some bench presses with Noel. It's not, it's not bad. You know, are you are you going to get from being a bit heavier because he's a bit? Are you going like, to try to get Mr. Olympia? Yeah, from around. Are you going to try to get Mr. Olympia in 2022? We'll see. Where are Jim's clothes? Are gyms close? I need to go. I haven't I mean, been to mine since this all blew up. Pretty good vectors for yeah. spreading germs, you would think. That's yeah. a lot of sweat. Lots of people's hands going on lots of different equipment. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, bar. I was going to say, mine's like this tomorrow. You're saying I shouldn't? Yeah. Restaurant is kind of the same. Yeah. You could have a 50. I don't know close. what kind of bars you go to, like where everyone's <laughs> lifting weights and sweating all over each other. Sam's going to bars where people are sharing cues. So. Well, I'm not now. That, that was <laughs> touching each other's balls. Bring your own cue. Partly because I have to get the soup day all the way to the other side of the city to do it. But uh, anyway, uh, those are all of the questions this week. There is not any Mystic Sam this week. No. In the, in uh, do, you, do you want inside to... Inside my head, I'm still raising Sam. a goal here. Because predict when football's coming back. Predict Angola's first division, <laughs> Chirabolla. I'm not going to do that. When, oh. is going to end when do you then? think football's coming back? Anyone has a wild guess? That is a good question that, that perhaps if our listeners have been a bit more on the ball, they might one of them might have asked themselves. Um, when do we think football's coming back? Because I'd be surprised if it's immediately after the 31st nah. of March. No. I'm going to hazard a guess for the start of May. Yeah, I also want to say the same. Yes. I would May. say April won't be 
April. Maybe in April. Maybe in April if they keep the the keep it behind closed doors. Maybe. I think people are just going to start going crazy here without football. But that will be that will be. It's going to be a mental health issue. To come back in April behind closed doors will be so hilarious because all the discussion is about playing without behind closed doors or not playing. And and the river, well. Well, I said maybe. I'm not. I'm not a super league. If everything goes. Somewhat according to plan, which you probably never want. does. Uh, I think 15 April, middle of April, they could play behind closed doors. I don't think they will resume with it's, fans in the stands. At the moment, worldwide, I think it's obviously a situation that's developing so quickly day by day that, on the one hand, I, I think I, I feel personally quite lucky to be living in a country where I think the government has probably got out fairly far ahead of it. Yeah, partly, sure. yeah, partly because we here have had the benefit of watching it spread around the rest of the world first of yes. all, and we've been able to take some time. Whereas, obviously, in Europe, it, it yeah, well, Brazil had the same. Really Brazil had the same lecture in yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, well, in a uh, way, the president is still doing uh, gatherings it, and stuff yeah. like that. It, it, it has coronavirus. Like Bolsonaro has like coronavirus. Sorry, Hannah Pod lawyers, but he has it, and he's just <laughs> covering it all up. But in, in in a way, I think that from that point of view, you know, Argentina is is in a relatively Uh, good place and a lot of it does depend on how people react on how sensible everybody is uh, over the next few weeks and everything but also it is developing so quickly day by day that we don't really know where we're going to be in a week's time no. yeah. where we're I think it will depend time. on the number of infected people uh, if, yeah. if we have 100 infected people or 115 by the 10th or 12th yeah, of April sure. that is that is really really good yeah I was, I was just, just to what 56 today so I'd be quite surprised if, if it's 97 still, but, oh there you go right yes. yeah but uh, like, like I said to, to Andres uh, when we were not recording uh, in, the, in the middle of the, of the show um, one thing we, the, the Argentinian government have to be sure is to keep the, the curve flat or not like going mm -hmm. spiking and I, it feels like they doing it granted. it's happened so far yeah it's yeah. happened so far so far it's, it's doing a Good job. I'm not going to put medals to anyone's chest, but it's going quite a ride. They have yeah. done a good job. Yeah, yeah. it's going quite a ride. I mean, as good as can be. As good as you. I think the decisions are made for you at this point. They they're taking the measures that yeah. Yeah. they are forced upon them. If if you compare, least, and they have taken some measures are forced upon Brazil, for example, yeah. they aren't taking them. So yeah. if, if you compare other event, countries with the same economy or even with better economies, they, they do have a, a, a tendency to go really up really quickly and that didn't happen yet. Well, yeah. Uruguay in the weekend didn't have a single case. Yeah, but that was, that was really interesting with the, with the, with the, with the guy coming from Milan. Yeah. Carmen is wet. El Salvador doesn't <laughs> have any, any single case and they have shut Uh, every they have a close to all frontiers. So. There goes my hope to see Salvadorian football. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Um, yeah, no, but I mean, also even with as you mentioned earlier, Tony, these idiots who take it as an opportunity to just queue up for two kilometers on the motorway to get to the beach. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was reading an article earlier where uh, people in in rural France are complaining about Parisians going to their country holiday homes and therefore potentially bringing it into yeah. rural France when Paris is the main center of the outbreak there um, so it's not as if this is you know that kind of idiocy because I, I think that a lot of the time especially some of the people who we all follow on Twitter being here in Argentina um, there, there's a bit of a tendency to, to beat up on uh, locals and say oh you know this is the worst country in the world and everybody here is a, a complete moron but actually people are acting just as idiotically 
in other countries where it is a yeah. already a much more serious problem as yeah, well. Uh, not that it isn't going to become a serious problem here, it's going to become a serious problem everywhere, and if you're listening to this, go and wash your hands right now, and look after yourselves, please. And on that note, uh, we're going to say farewell, until... Somewhere somewhere. in time. (laughs) Who knows? Um, We will be back, uh, if nothing else, because we have to keep going for another seven months at least, because that's our 10th anniversary. So I've got to stay alive for at least that long. I can't die before then. Can I put you in a cryogenic, uh, like Walt Disney, if I need to? See, that's really cold, and I'm, I'm not a big fan of... The cold. I, don't know, I can put I you in a barbecue. I can do. Yeah, I can do. Yeah. No. Um, frozen through, through fire. Does that exist? I'm, I'm going to try and, uh, and and take the risk. Hopefully. Fair enough. If you're listening to this in a few months' time and you know getting ready for my funeral, then thanks for caring. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> got really dark. Yeah, that, that went from <laughs> zero to one thousand <laughs> in a second. Yeah. But no, more seriously. Uh, hopefully more football. Seriously than your <laughs> Or back on track, let's say. Hopefully, uh, football will be back before too long. And well, we'll see, won't we? Uh, and in the meantime, we will obviously try and keep you up to date um, through other little things. Pay attention to the Twitter account, and I'll try and update uh, when we have an idea when we'll next be recording. As I said, it won't be next week. It might be the week after that if there's anything to talk about. There probably won't be, so we'll just have to wait and see. For now. We are now off to record Hand of Pod Extra. If you want to become a patron of Hand of Pod, then go to patreon.com slash handofpod. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash handofpod. Well, they get all the backup episodes if they sign up now. Pardon? Backup episodes? The back What's episodes. I've, actually, I don't know how that works. I think they do. If you're a Patreon supporter who's joined recently, then please let me know whether you can listen to all the previous episodes. Because that could be something to do if, for some reason, you're now at home and... You know what else you could do? If you started listening at any point in the last few years, you could go back and listen to the pod right from the very beginning. But that's more topical. I mean, Hannibal Extra is a bit more timeless, right? Yes, indeed. But, I mean, if you did that, then you've probably got somewhere close to 700 hours of content, given how long we go on for some episodes. Yeah, don't do that. We should have made recommendations. You know how most podcasts now are... have no Sports podcasts mostly have no content, so they're giving... Uh, people recommendations for the quarantine yeah oh, we can do that in extra <laughs> we can do that next one I do uh, anyway for now thank you very much for listening for another week and goodbye from Andres thank you goodbye Julian bye thanks English Dan goodbye Tony thank you and me thank you and goodbye <laughs>